My name is Remy Monet Lancaster. It's kind of a mouthful, I know, but my parents raised me to have manners, and that means saying your whole long ass name. Um, what else? Oh, I currently live in the third tier of Eden with my parents on our plantation home. They're scientists, so it's like kind of a big deal. They, um, they work on the kind of things we're not allowed to talk about. I currently go to A&E University and study biomedical lab studies, molecular biology, and a minor in microbiology. That's a whole kit and caboodle. I plan on doing the same important work that they do when I finally graduate, but then I have to go on to graduate school. Then I can finally work on helping care in the world of the things we don't talk about. Everything happens for a reason, right? At least that's what I have to believe in because the world's a pretty scary place and hopefully I can fix it. In the upper portions of the city of Eden, Remy Lancaster, a tallish blonde hair, brown eyed girl is in a hover car, a taxi driving, driving home for spring break after a long semester at university. Bags are packed, a couple bags to bring home, probably a couple bags of laundry. Um, you come home. What is Remy doing during the ride? I feel like Remy, if there's phones in this future, she's just scrolling through Instagram. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a uh, phone-like communicator device. And yeah, it pretty much works just like a smartphone. Yeah, I imagine that's what she's doing. She's just scrolling through social media, not really looking. And she has like headphones plugged in and she's just listening to some bops. Okay. Um, you feel the hovercraft come to a halt just kind of slow into a halt and you see your family's estate laid out in front of you. Kind of a sense of relief, of joy washes over you as you realize that you are home. Um, <laughs> you you get out of the you get out of the craft, take your bags. Um, the fare is automatically taken from X card um, and you step through the gates of your estate toward the rather large manor-esque house that you live in uh, when not at university it's your it's your parents house yeah <laughs> um, now tell me a bit about what the estate do you have servants or anything butler maids etc I feel like since Remy's parents are scientists, which are known elite in Eden, that they would have a couple, like maybe two groundskeepers, maybe like a housekeeper, and that housekeeper also works as like their personal chef or whatever. But there's like definitely like security personnel. Okay. Um,. As you walk across the grounds to your to the front door, you see both the groundskeepers both wave at you, give you a really kind smile, greet you, Madam Remy, welcome home. I give him like the sweetest smile in the world, and I just wave and mm -hmm. continue on walking. Okay. Uh, 
you open the large, heavy oak doors of your manor and step in. And the place outside kind of looks pristine, like marble. It looks like it fits in the upper class area. Like Like those all white houses where mm -hmm. like there's devoid of color. Right. Um, And what like your your windows are polished to a shine. Uh, It is just spotless. It is pristine inside the house. You can definitely tell a scientist or two lives here. Yes. (laughs) It is chaos inside. Um, Your housekeeper has made several comments and has just given up on like she'll dust off things but like everything has a purpose it is controlled chaos exactly and then there's just one random portrait that's always askew and it Mm -hmm. never will ever be properly level yep uh, and it drives notebooks. her insane. <laughs> <laughs> notebooks and papers and vials and test tubes and things just clutter surfaces. Like your parents are just constantly on the move, picking up papers, walking to the next room, putting them down, grabbing a book. And as you walk through the door, you see exactly that as your father walks past you, his nose is deep in a book, flipping through the pages, and he kind of stops as he kind of realizes the door is open and looks. (gasps) Remy! (laughs) And he runs over to you and just gives you the biggest bear hug. I'm, like, lifted off the ground. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, your father is not a small man. He is about... uh, He's over six feet tall, kind of skinny. Like, he forgets to eat most days. Uh, uh, Kind of a cashmere sweater vest. Uh, Basically a Professor Plum. (laughs) Yes, yes, basically. Uh, Glasses kind of askew, his hair kind of a mess. And he kind of looks at you and just gives you the biggest bear hug, a biggest smile on his face as he realizes his daughter is home. Sweetheart, welcome home. How was how was the semester? Did you learn a lot? Crushed, being <laughs> crushed. He, he he lets you go and just kind of grips your shoulders. I I am so sorry. I am so sorry, sweetie. Uh, please please come in come in. Uh, your mother's around here somewhere. I, I, I don't know, but please tell me about your semester. And he he kind of leads you into the family room, which like the foyer and the surrounding rooms is completely covered completely a mess so like i just obviously start talking about the semester all of the topics that i'm talking about and all like all the things and stuff and guest lecturers and things that i know that he would be interested about but not telling him like oh i also never study but still somehow managed to get b's and a's and go to parties Mm -hmm. about four nights out of the week Okay. Um, Yeah, he is absorbing every detail you tell him. Uh, Just completely engrossed in your story. Um, As you're talking about three quarters of the way through your story, uh, you hear the familiar clicking of 
heels coming down the hall and your mother walks through uh blonde hair down to her shoulders uh not nearly as disorganized as your father is um like looking at them side by side it's one of those how the hell did he end up with her (laughs) it's like the parents from Coraline yes that's how I'm seeing these two now yeah and she is you know dressed to the nines like but she also has her nose stuffed in a book uh designer glasses like touching the tip of her nose as she's reading uh making mental notes etc as she walks in oh remy's here oh good 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 how are you my dear and then like she'll go like mama and then like gives her mom like the kiss cheeks and then like continues uh, like talking about the story uh, mon ami, you look so I, I think that was Spanish hold on <laughs> uh, uh, you look magnifique please please tell continue continue your story uh, what if I missed and your father just kind of almost detail for detail tells your mother kind of fills your mother in mm-hmm. uh, and then you continue your story so, as I was saying, what happened with Professor Doofenshmirtz is that he was going on and on and on about how they're trying to narrow down the X gene. And the X gene is, we all know, the thing we don't talk about. And he was saying how they're starting to get to the point where they can actually take it out of human DNA so that we can no longer have the things we don't talk about. As you talk about this... Give me an aware, uh, give me a perception check. Perception? Mm-hmm. Okay. Perception, perception. I got a natural 20. <laughs> or a natural okay. 20. Okay. Um, you, you notice as you talk about this subject, your parents look at each other. Kind of like, uh, should we, should we not? we can't talk about this and just kind of like have that mental conversation in their head like just through a glance and then look back at you and smile again okay now I don't want to metagame but I know Remy for a fact would not say anything because I feel like the relationship she has with her parents is a very honest and open one if Mm -hmm. she thinks that they want to tell her something they will tell her something but she's not going to press okay um okay so you finish your your story about your semester uh you take note of that glance that your that like sidelong look that your parents had and mm-hmm. um and your parents are pretty much just so excited that you're home it's like okay they're gonna put down their work for a minute they're gonna take you out to dinner they're gonna uh, like or have dinner prepared have your favorite meal prepared and they're just going to spend the evening with you and remy's favorite meal is my favorite meal can okay. do you know what that is james i do not my favorite meal is macaroni and cheese okay remy remy might be rich but remy has the stomach of a commoner <laughs> okay okay uh yeah it is uh 
gigantic dish of macaroni and cheese that your housekeeper presents at the table uh, in astonishing speed. And you guys just sit and have a nice dinner. They kind of catch you up on kind of what they're working on. You know, being the daughter of a scientist, they can't really talk about some things. So it's, it's like your father will get really excited. You'll hear the crash from under the table as your mother kicks him and he just kind of oh right can't talk about that right okay you don't have that security clearance yet yeah so you you can definitely tell like yeah your father is just really excited about what he's working on like he's very close to a breakthrough and your mother just kind of uh, right can't talk about that right right Okay. Um, but yeah, and you guys have a nice dinner, a nice evening, and you're a little fatigued from traveling. Do you retire early? I feel like she would. Like, she would ask for the housekeeper to help her bring up her bags and mm-hmm. to, like, get her ready. But, like, she'll definitely, like tell her parents where she like that she's just gonna go up and just start unpacking okay uh you you unpack fairly easily your parents just kind of kind of disappointedly but understandingly let you go um and then they just kind of go back to their work like you can hear them shuffling around downstairs your father in his study down the hall uh, after a little while um okay you you get unpacked. Is there anything else you want to do this evening? I feel like while she's unpacking, she's listening to music, so she can't really hear what's going on outside. Okay. Or, like, she's watching, like, a TV show or something, and she has it, like, up super loud. Okay. And I feel like when she gets somewhat settled, clearly she's not going to unpack everything in a single day because who does that? Right. And I feel like she'd plop down on her bed and just like turn whatever white noise TV show she has down like 23, like 2032 The Office, like that version of The Office, like that perfect white noise. And we'll get on her phone and then FaceTime one of her friends. Okay. And then it's just chittering away with her friends. How late are you on the phone? Uh, what time would you say that she got done with dinner? I would say probably about 7.30, o'clock. 7.30, o'clock. So I feel like she probably unpacked for like a good 45 minutes and then mm-hmm. got on the phone and then decided she was going to be on the phone for like another hour or so. Mm-hmm. And then she'll probably fall asleep. So I'm assuming, like, since she's very tired, she probably fell asleep at, like, 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Okay. Um, okay. So somewhere in there, you fall asleep. Um, you wake up. It's still dark outside. You kind of wake with a start. Like, you kind of just had a nightmare. But you don't quite remember it. Ooh, I hate those. Yeah. Um, you wake up with a start. You look at the clock. It's just a little after midnight. Mm-hmm. So you've only Sorry? been a, you've only been asleep like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. 
So a nice solid nap. <laughs> right. Um, and as you're going back to sleep, you hear a crash. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it came from in the house. Kind of hear it kind of down the hall. Um, I feel like this is what I would do in the situation. I would be like, Dad? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then like, wait a few seconds if she hears anything. Does she hear uh, anything, James? Give me a perception check. Okay. An eight. (laughs) I hear nothing. Uh, yeah. You, you don't hear any response. So then I go, Mom? Question mark, exclamation point. Should I roll another? Okay, so not another perception check. Mm -hmm. So then I grab, clearly the closest thing to my person is my phone. Okay. And I imagined, like, her pajamas are, like, a t-shirt and, like, shorts. Okay. Like, every other white girl on the planet. Right. And, like, she grabs something to, like, go and protect herself, but it's not going to be anything big, like a pair of scissors on her desk or something. Gotcha. So, like, just something, because now she's freaked out. Gotcha. Okay, so you you grab a kind of improvised weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and did you say? Huh? You're you're leaving your room at this point. Yeah, like very quietly. Like she's trying to be sneaky in case it is an intruder. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a stealth check. Okay, eight. <laughs> Not very sneaky in an old house. Creak, 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 creak. crumple. You step on a piece of on a stack of papers. I'm like uh, bumping into all sorts of like my stuff, and then like my parents' things. Once I get outside my room, you you are very tired and trying to sneak, and it is not working for you. No. You. Give me another perception check real quick. Okay. I imagine at like this point while she's sneaking, was the crash down the hall? It was down the hall. Okay. So I imagine she's like slowly creeping and she's like getting ready and she's like slowly shaking with like and something improvised in her hands and she's just terrified. Mm-hmm. So here we go. That's better. I got an 11. It's a little better. Um, you hear a crash down the hall. It sounds different. It's more like a thump or kind of like a shuffling. Uh, but it's definitely coming from your father's study, which is about three doors down from your bedroom. All right. So I'm going to like quietly make my way over there and see if I can like peek in because... The fault, like the studies of both of my parents, and then wherever they would keep their laboratory, Remy knows is like off limit. She's not allowed to go in there, but now she's worried. Right. Um. Give me one more stealth check. 
One more stealth check. Please be super stealthy, me. Please be super stealthy. You went to all that gymnastics camp for a 21. All right. So you you get to the door, and the first thing you notice is the door is open. Just a creak. It's just open like a couple inches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a wide double door. Uh, and the right-hand door is open. Like one of those super fancy office doors. Yes, yes. Uh, and the right-hand door is open a little bit. Uh-huh. And you see... Uh, you don't see your father right away. Uh-huh. But you do see a couple people in the room. Dressed in black. Oh, and kind of searching his bookshelves. Oh. Um, what are you doing? Okay, so based upon how they're dressed, would Remy assume that they're burglars? They, you wouldn't really assume that they're burglars. They look almost paramilitary. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. Okay, so based upon that quick mental note in her head that... She should probably go and inform her father because now she's freaking out to, like, the nines. She's like, why are the military doing here? What is going on? I should probably not go in and try to attack these people. They're here for a reason. And it's just, like, uh-huh. freaking out and, like, wants to go get her parents. Okay. Um, so are you checking their bedroom? Or are you going downstairs? Where are you going? I would probably go check their bedrooms. That would be the first place that I would check. Well, okay. wait. If, okay, James. Would they yeah. have a laboratory in their house? Yes, it would be on the lower floors. Okay, it would actually so, be in, like, the basement. Okay, so then she wouldn't directly go to her parents' room then? Because if they're workaholics, which I know that they are, they would probably still be working. Okay. So that is where I will start heading towards. Okay. Uh, you're heading toward the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads down toward the foyer. Uh-huh. Um, give me another stealth check. Okay. Please, stealth gods. Ten. Creak, 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 creak. <laughs> it's an old house. Imaginable. Um You hear from down the stairs. Uh-oh. What was that? Like, at the doubt, like, downstairs? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. It's fairly far away, like, in one of the off rooms from the foyer, but it's... What was that? Uh, maybe we should check that out. And then inside Remy's head, she just goes, Fuck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a quiet, not like screaming from the heavens, but just like a quiet, Fuck! <laughs> is, is there another occupant here? No, there should only be the two, the, the two professors. Well, I definitely heard something. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Two professors, like, does the military, okay, I probably wouldn't be able to know this answer. Does the military know that they have a daughter? Or would they not know that she's at home yet? Maybe, okay, that's like where Remy's mind's going. Like, they don't know mm-hmm. I'm home from spring break yet. That is where my mind's going. But mm-hmm. Elena's mind is going. They never told anybody that <laughs> Remy is a thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My conspiracy brain. Um, so I'm going to go hide 
like I'm gonna like go in a different direction from where the voices are coming from like an alternate route to get down to the laboratory okay um so you head up the stairs you would know that there is another staircase back towards your back past your room it's kind of like a side staircase that would actually be kind of an easier way to get to your parents lab yeah but you don't really go that way you kind of just go for your it's like it's like force of habit. You got your your room, you go down to the foyer and like the kitchen isn't like not far from there. Which like makes sense because she is not allowed to go down there. Right. She it wouldn't be nature to her. It wouldn't be second nature for her to be like, This is how I get down to the lab, this is how I get to here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep, so you know the house well enough. You hear the footsteps approaching. You make it down the hall without too much issue. Mm-hmm. And you head down the stairs. Okay. One more stealth check. One more. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just getting worse, man. Five. I feel like this is just slowly, like, her freaking out more and more and the less stealthy she gets. Okay. You are almost in a near panic at this point like you have military in your house you don't know where your parents are instead of tiptoes i'm starting to run Uh uh-huh uh you go down the kind of tight spiral staircase that leads directly to your parents lab and you get down to the door Uh and you hear an ear shattering blood curdling scream Oh, God. Do do I recognize the voice? It's... Yeah. Is it my man? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I just start booking it. I start booking it towards the screen. I give no fucks. I'm gripping onto these scissors and my phone like I am holding on for dear life and just start booking it. You burst into the lab. Uh, You, well, okay, I'm sorry. You came from the side entrance. Mm-hmm. You get to the lab door, and you see it is a clear glass panel, kind of a border around it, kind of a sliding door. Yeah. With a hand biometric scanner on the side. Like an outside, like the outside to a lab, and then the actual lab. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. But you can definitely see through the glass. Mm-hmm. Your mother is on the floor. <gasps> Uh-oh. Kind of trying to crawl away from whoever else is in there. And yeah. you see a couple of the military guys kind of searching around her. <gasps> I'm like slamming my hand onto that biometric scanner. Just slamming my hand. <laughs> Okay, you forcefully press your hand up against that scanner, and it it scans your hand. You're just kind of hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and it scans your hand. Biometrics recognized. Welcome, Remy. Oh, oh! <laughs> and I just burst in there, and I just yell like my mind, like just screeching. Okay, now. You, here's the scene you're seeing when you're entering. Mm-hmm. You see a couple of the military guys 
hand on weapon, ready to fire. A couple of them are searching through your mother's notes, your parents' notes and things. They're kind of looking for something, uh, checking vials and things. Mm -hmm. Your mother, her pristine white outfit that you had seen earlier, Mm -hmm. is covered in splotches of red. I don't like where this is going, James. One more military guy is standing over her. And as you burst into the room... He has his weapon pointed at her, and he pulls the trigger. I hate you, James. I hate you. I imagine this is, like, where she just, like, just stands there in shock, and then, like, Mm -hmm. she can't, like, you know, like, how they do that in movies where, like, you stand there in absolute shock, like, you just... It she's like just mentally checks out and mm-hmm. like can't hear anything. It sounds like things are ringing in her ears, and mm-hmm. she just lets out the world's largest blood curdling scream. Okay, you hear your own scream as it echoes off the <gasps> soundproof walls. <gasps> your you have kind of gotten into a crouched position. You are just tears welling up in your eyes. They're flowing down your cheeks. And you start to feel this energy coursing through you, culminating in your hands. And almost as if naturally, you raise your hands up a little bit. And every bit, you see vials, you see beakers you see uh pitchers of water uh the sink in the corner you see liquid starting to rise Ooh! it is just forming into a sphere of various different colored liquids until they all kind of merge into kind of one brownish sphere like a glob Mm -hmm. and it explodes out hitting all five guys in the room knocking them backward against the walls they are down you don't know what just happened so she just was able to pick up any liquid form and make it into this ball Uh uh-huh Okay, so now I imagine she's, like, taking a second to, like, come, like, just not, like, compose herself, but, like, take a minute to be, like, what the fuck just happened, and then instinctually runs towards her mom. Mm-hmm. You take a second. You try to, like, take in what just happened. Like, a lot just happened in about 30 seconds. Um... And you run over and you you kneel down, you pick your mother up in your arms, kind of shaking her shoulders. Mm-hmm. But, of course, no response. Her head lulls back. Her eyes, visionless glares. She is already gone. James, how could you? James! Not Coraline's mom! You feel tears streaming down your face. Um, Is my dad in the room? No. 
Okay, so like as she's crying, I imagine that like she's sitting there and she doesn't want to leave her mom, but she knows that she's dead. Mm -hmm. So I could only imagine that she like then like she just like is crying over her mom and then slowly starts to like think I need to find dad so that this doesn't happen again. Okay. As you're still processing this, you hear a set of footsteps coming from the stairs. The stairs that you just came down. I brandish my skizzers. <laughs> okay. Um what you see it's not like any of the guys you just knocked out or you've seen running through the halls. You you see kind of a, a taller man about... As he comes into the light, you can kind of see his face under a hood that is kind of casting a shadow over his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he runs into the room, he pulls the hood back and... One of the first things you notice mm -hmm. is the compound bow that he is carrying. So, like, Oliver Queen's bow. Kinda, yeah. Just so that I have a picture. Yep. A uh, quiver of arrows at his hip, and one of them notched in the bow. And you see him come in, pull the hood back, and he's younger, maybe a couple years older than you are. Uh, unshaven mess of blonde hair uh, green eyes and he's not looking at you he's looking at your mother mm -hmm. and you can see this grim expression on his face and he now as he's walking in how does Remy respond just like what what like, she's just shaking. Like, she doesn't know what to say. Like, she's ready to just do something. She doesn't know what to do. She's freaking out, James. Okay. He kind of... You see his hand that was clenching the arrow. Kind of clench into a fist at his side. Mm -hmm. He shoves the arrow back into his quiver. Puts his... Puts his uh, finger up to his ear. Data, I'm too late. And he falls to his knees, kind of across from you, looking at your mother. Now, who the ever-living fuck are you? And still has, like, the scissors raised. Like, she's ready to just stab him. He sees the scissors. Um, give me a... Give me a fighting check. A fighting check? Yeah. Where would this be? Oh, right here. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> He's probably very strong. He easily and very quickly takes the scissors from you. Makes sense. Gonna mark it down. He stole my scissors. Mm -hmm. And he kind of looks at you, gives you kind of the parenting, kind of condescending finger toward you. Like that. Yeah, and just... I'm your best hope of getting out of here. Don't try to threaten me. And then... <laughs> I 
feel like Remy would just have her mouth just fall open and mm. then just start going, I just saw Mama Man be shot and killed right in front of me. Whatever makes you think I'm going to trust and then looks him up and down you. I don't, but I'm getting out of here. And if you want to come with me, you're more than welcome. Now, James, a real question. And this is going to mm. be a very silly question. Does she have time to change? Probably not. I feel like she'd wait and then this dude would just get annoyed and then start to leave. And then she'll be like, oh, what, what, wait, I'm coming with. Like, just start like running after. He is. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly his reaction. It's just. You just kind of hesitate, look from him to your mom, to him, to your mom, and he's just, uh, and walks off. Before she, like, leaves, she, like, runs over and tries to grab some memento on her mom. But okay. what would you say that she would grab, James? A bracelet, a necklace, it something? Would a, it would be a necklace, kind of an amulet. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a crystalline amulet. Okay, so she just grabs that, throws it on, and then just goes, whoa, whoa, wait, and then books it after Mr. Hunka Hunka, Oliver Queen Man. Okay. Um, yeah, he kind of looks over his shoulder. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. And walks up the stairs. Uh, he's kind of crouched, arrow notched again, ready to fight. And while they're walking up the stairs, I feel like she's sitting there and she's like, we need to find my dad. We need to find my daddy. And like, he's like shushing her like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. We're trying to do something here. Your dad's gone. What What are you talking about? He was just here. Uh, he's gone. You see, have you seen these guys around here? Uh, yeah. They're kind of hard to miss. Yeah. He's with them. Excuse me, what? Wrong choice of words. Let's try this. He was captured by them. Uh, why? My dad's a scientist. Exactly. All he all he does is try to figure out the cure for the thing we don't talk about. Mutants? And then she, like, is, like, like, just, like, ugh, like, you just said, like, the word, like, boogers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, that thing. And he kind of turns to you, just kind of towers over you. <laughs> like, you guys are still on the stairs, and he's like two steps up from you, so he's like... He's like eight feet tall. <laughs> uh-huh. He's just kind of towering over you with a grim expression on his face, just waiting for something to click for you. I feel like... At first, Remy would be scared, but then she would stand her ground. Okay. So what is she saying back to him? She'd be like, why in the world would they want my daddy? All my daddy does is work on his stuff, and so does my mama. All they would ever do is make sure that they are trying to help the government like every other scientist here to help cure humanity of all those things that are wandering around and trying to hurt people. Why would they kill my mama and capture my daddy just because they work for the government? Newsflash, princess. Your father wasn't working for the government. Uh, yeah, he was. Keep telling yourself that. And he starts back up the stairs. And now she just has a sour look on her face. Like, excuse me? Who do you, like, like, just like, excuse me? Who do you think you are? (laughs) You talking shit about my daddy? (laughs) 
and he are you actually saying anything to him no like she's just like baffled and then just follows him <laughs> she's yeah. just like and then just follows him like she's just like uh, like just uh, <laughs> follows him upstairs so he uh he stops at the third at the uh first like the ground floor entrance uh pulls out his bow turns to you puts his finger up to his mouth like shh i roll my eyes and he starts into the uh ground floor um you see two guys uh two paramilitary guys the two that you kind of alerted earlier Hmm. Uh, you guys make it through the first room, which is kind of the dining room area. Mm-hmm. Um, you make it through there. There's nobody there. But you see the two guys that you alerted earlier coming back down the stairs. You hear their conversation a little bit. Like, I could have sworn there was a noise here. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I I thought I heard something, too. Maybe we were just imagining things. Now, James. Mm-hmm. As... An experienced teenager, would she know how to sneak out of her own house undetected? Oh, probably. So I imagine he's like trying to take like some route and then she like just tugs on the back of his shirt and goes, if you want a faster way out, you have to follow me. He kind of looks at you, kind of casts a look over his shoulder. Looks like he's weighing his options for a second. And then nods. All right. Now, how plausible, James, would there be? Because I imagine this is like an old, like, Georgian home where, like, the servants would have, like, back ways and getting through things. Like, you know, like, servants' entrances and stuff where they have, like, back hallways behind the actual walls, but, like, big enough for, like, people to walk through and carry things. Like, you know, like, those very old-style homes, but this is, like, mm-hmm. hundreds of years old at this point. Right. How plausible would that be to have this in this home? Oh, very plausible. So I imagine she goes to, like, something that doesn't look like a wall and just pushes it open. Okay. Like that looks like a wall and just slightly pushes it open and then slips through. Mm -hmm. The, the hooded figure kind of looks at you and nods. And then they start taking like an alternate route to like the backyard. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a short passage. Um, you make sure you close the, the uh, secret entrance behind you. Of course. Um, <laughs> yes, James, I, I remembered to close that uh, super secret thing that I just made up for my house. Yeah, uh, you make sure you close that behind you, and it's only, uh, like, maybe a football field's length of a passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it leads out to the, uh, to kind of a shed out back. Okay. And you, uh, it's a very small shed. You make your way to the exit push the door open and you are in free territory in free territory uh 
you're in kind of you're still on your estate, but uh-huh. there it is open territory around you. You don't see any of the military guys kind of guarding. Oh, okay. So would she have brick walls like surrounding her house, or would she have like things that she could easily hop over? It, it's a fenced area. Um, there are definite easy handholds, and the hooded guy next to you just kind of easily just scales the fence and hops over. Okay, so I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. Should I do an acrobatics to see how gracefully I do this? Yep. Okay, here I go. Come on, gymnastics training. A six. (laughs) You are still kind of tired. You only got an hour of sleep. Uh, While the the adrenaline is kind of pumping through your veins, your foot gets caught on the top of the fence and you just plop. And he just... Oh, well done, princess. Ten out of ten. Good job. Listen, I've only had, like, a half an hour of sleep. I just watched my mama die. You're telling me my daddy's with the military. He didn't actually work for the government. I'm having a rough night. And then just huff walks. (laughs) Just huff walks. Boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. I... Tearjerker. Really. Listen, I'm not having the greatest night either. All right? But look, if you want to survive this, you're, I got a place you can crash. Do you, by chance, have a change of clothes? And then she, like, gestures to her outfit. <laughs> She's just in a t-shirt, some pajama shorts, and slippers. That's it. He kind of looks at your outfit maybe a little too long. And then um, she's like, eyes up here eyes up here he very slowly raises his eyes like that threat meant nothing to him and he just kinda I I think one of the girls at the hideout is about your size we might have a change of clothes for you if not we can get something tomorrow she contemplates for a solid second I contemplate then she's just like comes to the conclusion she's got nothing better to like she doesn't know what her other options are and she like holds out a hand and like agreement and he kind of looks at you takes your hand very cautiously Remy right and she goes yup and then starts walking in a direction that she assumes is the right direction. She goes, at least your mama taught you some manners. Hey, uh, car's this way. And then she stops and then turns on her heel and goes, all right, and then starts walking in the direction she's supposed to. <laughs> he, uh, he leads you to a, uh, glossy black hover car. Um, and unlocks it, hops in, gestures for you to get into the passenger seat. Um, and once you both are in, he kind of pulls his hood back again, throws his bow and his quiver in the back seat, holds his hand out to you. I'm hood. She, like, looks at him again, but, like, does he have his hood down? Like, Actually, right now, yes. she yeah. like she actually is looking at him and like uh, 
does like a once over on him and goes Remy Monet Lancaster I know your father trained me and he starts the car and pulls off and then she just gives him like a look of like you know the minions like what (laughs) and that is the session zero for Remy awesome Hi guys, my name is Elena and I play Remy. 